Bruh, I think we've spent the last 35, 40 minutes just trying to get someone on the phone. Yes. To include them in this podcast. So, give them the music. Uh, man, wait a minute. I, I have to just detox from that. Because we just had a literal podcast about not doing a podcast. That is true. Because it, they didn't have the time, which is cool. But we just really spent the time of a podcast discussing the fact that okay. no one has time to do the podcast, which is cool. It's cool. But time is of the essence, and we don't have a lot of it. So we're going to get to right to it. So what are we doing? Just a weekly rip? Weekly rip. The, pre, the pre-weekly rip, or is it the weekly rip? Period. I think it's a mixture of both. That's what it is. Hit them. So I got to get. Uh, I got to get some really good. Yeah, here we go. So there we go. We're gonna bring it in like this. All right. This is the beginning of the week. The election is tomorrow, and you're tuning to the weekly rip with your man Cuts, and I'm D Trip. And yes, we are back once again. We had so much fun on the last one. That was the initial episode. That was the pilot, right? Yes. All right, which is cool. So we got some things that we want to talk about today, and we're going to jump around a whole lot today. Yes. So tomorrow's the election. Yes. It's about, to, it's about to go down, right? It, it's too late for everyone to register because you're already supposed to be registered. Exactly. So I'm just hoping that you've done your civic duty and voted. Do you think people have voted early? I know in Texas, a lot of people have voted early. And speaking of early, uh, the governor here, Governor oh. Abbott. Oh, what, my God. One thing that he did was he, he I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to share this with the people. He tried to suppress my vote. Do tell. The reason that I say that is because they have we had the, the drive through votings here in, in Texas. Right. In Harris County. Harris County is Houston and the uh, surrounding suburbs of the city of Houston. And one thing that they did was they let you have a the drive through. You can just drive up, right. give them your ID. Okay. And then after you give them your ID, they confirm you. Then they take the voting machine, they give it to you. In your vehicle. In your vehicle. Okay. You can fill it all out. Once you they make you turn the vehicle off. Once you fill it all out, you give it back to them. They give you your sticker. Boom, you're on your way. It took me like maybe 25, 30 minutes to vote. Wow. Like okay. And I I've never to, experienced that. And I didn't have to get out the car. Wow. You have However, drive up service. Drive up service. It was great. Wow. So what the governor did, Governor Abbott said that, okay, we what we want to do is we want to take away all the voting from. Oh, so that you were a part of that 127,000. I'm one of those. Yes. Votes that. That did he's trying to suppress. Yes. I, I drove through. Wow. Kim drove through. And I know a few other people that drove through as well. So basically what you're saying is that just because I had the right to drive through, now you're trying to take that away from me. And then I would have to go back to vote again. Now, Wait a minute. Would you be able to go and vote again? You should if they took your vote away. But wouldn't that be considered voting twice? Would it actually count if they took it away? Well, if they took it away, then the first one wouldn't count. And, wow. and it seems that it wouldn't oh, count. Okay. I mean, if they already gave one and you said, okay, we got to take those and throw them away, then that means that if you took it and threw it away, then that means I should be able to come back 
and replace my vote. Right. However, so he tried to negate your vote. Yes. So what happened? Uh, the Supreme Court said no to Governor Abbott. Yes. So 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 all of the votes from drive-throughs they stand. Wow, Governor Abbott. You know what? I guess if this was the Breakfast Club, I'd give Governor Abbott the donkey of the day. But I'm not Charlemagne, and this isn't the Breakfast Club at all. So Governor Abbott, you're not part of them, but you are. Okay, we'll give you that one. That'll work. That'll work. Cause yeah, cause that doesn't make sense. I mean, number one, at all. why would you? I don't. That that's. I don't understand that portion of everything that's going on right now. For the fact that all, everybody wants to go and vote, and and you know with the pandemic going on, I know some people think it's a fraud, right? But you're trying to block and say that people are not allowed to. They can't vote. You can't vote in your cars, and you can't mail your ballots in. Because remember, they were trying to take right, that away too. Right. So if you can't vote in your car, you can't. You know, if you if you if you're set up all of these different alternatives to vote, and you take that away from people, that doesn't make that's, sense to me. That's suppression. That's that, another. That's another complete form of suppression. Right? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So that's why I always say that it is important to vote. So if it wasn't for those people that don't feel like it's important to vote. If it wasn't so important, then why would they try to take that vote away? From exactly. I just saw that in the news the other day. Uh, I think a student from Prairie View had posted that um, if our vote wasn't that important, why are they trying to take it away from us? Mm -hmm. And I was saying to myself, you know what? This is just another form of the Jim Crow. And it's suppression in all of its glory. You're telling people that they can't vote because of certain IDs they won't accept. Right. Now, you've taken away a number of polling stations from around the city mm -hmm. and condensed, condensed that into one location where they can actually do the um, drop-off ballots. Now, I live in northwest Houston. Okay. I guess it would be considered far northwest. Now, if I was going to drop off my my ballot, that means I would have to drive all the way to Southwest Houston to drop it off at NRG, right? And for and and now you have now, to give people a perspective that have never okay, been to Houston. Now, before. if you've never been to, let me, let me tell you how big Houston is. We I had this discussion with D earlier. You can drive in Houston an hour and a half, two hours, and still be in Houston. Whereas if you drove an hour and a half anywhere else, you might be in an entirely different state, right? Correct. But you might just be in far northwest Houston. If you live in, let's say, Atascacita and you have friends in Katy. Easily an hour and 15 minutes. And easily straight driving. That's not even traffic. That's not traffic. That's just straight driving. I have friends that came down from New York. Uh, my friend Sam Thurow, uh, they came down from, uh, I think he was from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. And he came down and he said, man, you guys don't have, uh, at the time we didn't have uh, mass transit like the trains up in New York. And he was like, I can't believe this. How do you get around Houston? I said, you definitely need a car. You're not moving here from New York thinking that this is what you're going to do, jump on the train and catch the L up here. Nah, you're going to catch an L. 
but it ain't the train. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to be on the bus. You don't want to be on Metro in Houston because wherever you're going, it's a two to four hour destination. That's how big Houston is. Yeah. So most people that live on the north side might not venture to the south side. And so I if you have that. family in different parts of Houston. And, pe- and, and people from the south side, it's like it, once you get to the Beltway to, or to, right. to 610. Right. Okay, so here, here we go. I'll, I'll explain this because I had to learn this when I first moved here. From the city of Houston, when you're first there, okay, it has a, there's a Beltway that runs. I mean, there's the, there is the, what's well, not even the Beltway, but uh, what is that, 610 that runs right. all the way around the city. Runs around the, the city. highway. So right. it's a highway that goes in a circle all the way around the city. And then outside of that is the Beltway, which runs even further out. And then 99 is even bigger than that. Wow. Which, 99 goes around the go around. Right. It goes around the go around. So <laughs> right. that's like way out there. So for people in Atlanta, they can probably relate to 285. Okay. Okay. But then outside of 285, I don't know what they have outside of 285. I don't but, know. But okay. So 610 equals your 285. Okay. And and so yeah, so if that but just you can put Atlanta in a neighborhood in Houston, you yeah. can put the Atlanta entire city out. of Atlanta probably in Fifth Ward. It's not Atlanta's a little bigger than that. <laughs> a little bigger, a little it's bigger than that. Because so they got, you, you know, they if, got if all the suburbs too. They got right. uh, Alpharetta and right. Thonia and all the rest of that type of stuff. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. So you could just spread them out in the Trinity Garden and Cashmere Gardens. <laughs> Yeah, Fifth Ward. Yeah, <laughs> so it's real. So, if you're putting people uh, at a disadvantage, you're really suppressing them in a way that might not be an issue to you, right? But for someone who's a senior, who's a senior citizen, who's limited on how limited on how they travel, they're stuck and they're frustrated. And at a certain point, you just say, oh, "The hell with this." But do you say the hell with this? Because they're trying, they're pulling out the, hey, listen, they have the playbook open right now. What worked in the 60s, what worked in the 50s, what worked in the 70s, they're running that playbook to a T right now. Yeah. And and it's, it's, it's really depressing to see that you have to stoop to this level to try to win over a state. And I'm pretty sure this is happening everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, see, this is what what also gets me as well. See, when you look at the news and you see different cities around the country and it is say, hey, these people waited at this particular polling uh, uh, center for eight hours to vote. Eight hours. Eight hours. So you have people, um, they sit out there, they have their tents, their chairs, their snacks, the whole nine, just to vote. Right. Salute to those people. But one thing that I don't understand is this, like you have all of these different places. You have schools all around the, the, the city. Right. Now, I know you need poll workers to make sure that everything is working and things of that nature, which and I know more people should volunteer as far as when it comes to, you know, working the polls and stuff like that. However, when you have those different things, why aren't you tapping? I don't understand why the city yeah. doesn't tap right. into those resources to where they send everybody to one place. And what will happen is. Have you noticed that this normally occurs? I'm not going to say everywhere, but this occurs when they may have, let's just say, just giving an example, um, what's a school in, 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 in Fifth Ward? Let's say Dogan Elementary. Dogan Elementary. Or what's the other or, one right off of there, off of, uh, right off the interstate? 
uh, I, I, I E.O. Smith. Okay, it's not right off the interstate, but now one you're talking about right off the 59 and Liberty Road, yeah. that, that used to be, that's an alternative school now. Okay. So, so yeah, that one would so, be an easy exit. Right. Go vote. Get back on the freeway. But see, the bad part about it is this. If, they, if they're if they there, and it seems like if it's 10 machines, only two of them work. Yeah, I was going to say six are out. So now, now, being in the suburbs, most of the time, <laughs> the machines work. So why Majority it, of the time, all of the machines work. The, they all work. And, and, and that county, wait, wait, I and ain't trying to in, interrupt you, but that county is known for voting a certain way. But uh, this is even still part of Harris County, though. Right. And now, of course, out in this area. Montgomery County. It starts changing. You know, the colors right. start changing and right. things of that nature. And we're, right. we're, we're talking about, you know, red and blue. Right. But they start changing. But at the same time, when you're out here in these particular areas, it's it's the voting process is not as strenuous as it is downtown. Because right. you got to think about it, too. If you're somewhere and you're trying to vote and you're trying to get in and get out because you get two hours, you get two legal hours to go vote. At least that's how it is at my job. Okay. If you want to go vote, you have two hours to where you can go vote, and then you come back. But if you notice that when you, if you're somewhere for eight hours, you can't. That, right. That's a whole that's PTO impossible. day. Exactly. Because if, of the, if you have PTO, because of the way the poll session is right, because <laughs> of the way it's set up, and then you mean to tell me if I got ten machines, but only two of them work, and so, then now we have this long line, this like long that's two line. miles long. Yeah. That's and then what if you don't have PTO? Eight, now you're thinking, or you I'm about a, to lose money just because I wanted to vote. And you only so have, have a 30 to make minute a lunch break. Right. Man, these people are wicked out here, man. This is not it fair. Should be, I don't know why voting isn't a national holiday. It should be. Where I think that's what um, your civic, I mean, you're paying taxes, you're doing everything that you should be. I want to say uh, one of the candidates proposed that. Proposed that. To to make, it a, make it a national holiday. That should happen. So. We know it's not going to happen with this administration, this current administration. Right. Hopefully with the new administration that will be taking over in about two or three days, <laughs> things will change. And that's a hope and a wish. Yeah, that's a hope and a wish. If because people went in, in I, voting. Hey, but listen, I'm, I'm very surprised by the actual turnout so far. Do you know that over 90 million people have voted so far? Yeah, that's... that's with early voting? That's, that's, that's more people than... Vo- that. V- Voted in 2016 yep. for the in, entire election. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying to myself, this is going to get ugly real quick. Because once those numbers start trickling in and they don't look favorable to a certain candidate, you can expect supporters to do what they've been doing the last four years. I, I think that if it's one candidate and this person loses yes then i think that people's true well people's true colors have, have already, already came, came out. out right but i think that 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 there will be some some real serious things that can happen around the city cities not just city but cities yeah. and around the country especially in the rural areas where there's not a lot of us and we are limited in number Right. I think you're going to see some things that get to the point where you're going to see more riots. You're going to see more um, marches. You're going to see more um, uprising because of what's taking place. Right. Something crazy is going to happen. And you know, at the end of the day, 
Ain't nobody got time for that. Nope. You know, so um, I saw something uh, on a post earlier today. What'd you see? And it showed that business owners in a lot of major cities have started boarding up their companies. That's crazy. Boarding up their companies in anticipation of things not working out and damage being caused by people who are not happy about those results. And it blew my mind at first. And then I saw this wave of supporters. Now, whoever you choose as your candidate, that's that's on you. That's your choice. I'm more of a common sense, logical perspective, sense of perspective type voter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you make sense, and I can see it in your actions, not just in your talk, you're probably going to earn my vote. And there's a big debate going on right now that a lot of us say, I'm not voting because what we have to choose from, I don't like. So I'm opting out. I'm not voting for anyone. I'm not voting for Biden Harris. I'm not voting for Trump. But what you don't realize is by you opting out, you are voting. Yes. And at that, I know you have a certain way you feel about people who don't register, who didn't register, and people that don't vote. Well, I'll go ahead and say it right now. Okay. The, the thing that I say about people that don't register and don't vote, number one, and, and, and I can only speak for black men because I'm a black man. Right. And I'm a black man, too. Right. So, we, <laughs> you know, I grew up and my grandfather, I, I was always really close to my grandparents. He was a black man, too, right? Both of them. Right. And so, so um, one thing that they did was they lived through the, the 50s and 60s. I mean, well, shoot, they lived through the, the, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, uh, the 80s and 90s. Well, you know, my grandfather, one of my grandfathers just passed um, this year. He was 94. And uh, my other grandfather passed in 99. But my grandfather was very, very passionate. And um, one thing that he was very serious about was voting. And to me, if you look at, if you, all you have to do is really just look at one movie. And you can just look at Selma. And right. the, the, you know, most of the, the premise of Selma was about voting rights, you know, the 1965 right. voting rights. So if you look at it, I was born in 1974. Okay. The voting, 19, the, the, the voting Rights Act of 1965 was only nine years before I was, was born. Okay. And that's saying that that means it was illegal, technically, it was illegal during, during, you know, with Jim Crow laws to where black men could not vote. In 1965, in America. Now, think about that. That's nine years before I was born. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. So they couldn't even vote. So so when you look at the movie and you see John Lewis, uh, shout out and RIP to John Lewis. Um, you know, he, he, was, he was beaten severely on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. And all of those people were. And one of the main things that they were trying to do is vote. So these people were beat up. Um, some people were murdered, right? And uh, just for the right to vote, right? And if you're a black man, to exercise in America, their right to vote, to exercise that right. So if you're a black man in America and you choose not to vote, mm. to me, I think that's a slap in the face of all of those people. It's dis- to me, it's, it's disrespectful and it's a slap in the in the face of all those people that passed before you, right? And that's just how I feel about yeah. it. No, I I totally agree. There's no wavering for me on that. Yeah. So they got to get the hell out of here because 
Gotcha. How you doing today, Mike? Hey, how you doing, man? Good, good, good. That's uh D trip, right. Mike. Uh, and you know this your boy cuts. Man, I wanted to get you on here because we talk about a lot of different things. We talk about politics, we talk about being fathers, we talk about being businessmen and just keeping it real and thorough across the board. So yes. what are your thoughts about this election? Man, well, um, well, first of all, man, this is probably the biggest circus uh, I've ever seen since I've been alive, and I'm 48. <laughs> Already, I mean, we have some, we have some bad times, you know. But this is kind of crazy right here, man. This is a clown show. But um, I think either way it goes, um, I think there's going to be. I don't know, man. It's just I think there's going to be there's going to be some trouble. Um, I think, I think the severity of the trouble is gonna is gonna be like um, I think if uh, I think if Trump wins, no, I, yeah, I think if Trump wins, um, I think we're gonna have you know just a regular rioting and stuff like that going on. Uh, maybe a little civil unrest here here and there, <laughs> but you know it eventually will be controlled. But I think if Trump loses, I think. Uh, it's going to be a bigger threat than just people rioting. And when, and when you say that, what, what do you, um, do you mind expounding on that? Like, what, what, do, yeah. what, do, you, what do you think, what do you foresee? Yeah, I think, I think uh, there's, a, there's a difference in the people. You know what I'm saying? Like with the Black Lives Matter and, and, and other groups, and not including uh, whatever they call them, Tifa members or whatever them, whatever they are. The militia uh, cats. Know, yeah, whatever, you know, they're some clowns. Um, but you know, with black lives matter, I think, um, you know, they're, they're really out there. See the, the thing about it, black lives matter is out there really protesting. You know what I mean? They're really protesting. They're doing it right. They're, 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 um, they're voicing their, their, their concerns and their worries the right way, but it's intertwined with other disruptive groups. And that's why they're taking the heat of being these rioters and all that other stuff. Right. I think a lot of you people are trying saying? to blame so, them for things that, that are not yeah, happening. Exactly. Exactly. They're intertwined with, with other, with other groups. So black lives matter really is not a violent action, uh, act, active type of group. Right. You know what I'm saying, so that's why I say if Trump, if Trump loses, there's going to be, there's going to be that other group on Trump's side who's really about the business. And, you know, and people like Black Lives Matter and, 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 things, of that nature, and things of that nature, they, they're not ready. You know what I mean? Because these other groups have been, some whole different stuff. Yeah, they've been, it you know seems like they've been preparing for this. They're waiting for this to jump off. 
Exactly. So, so now you're yeah. going to see, now you're going to see Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not violent like that, man. It's just these other disruptive groups that's trying to, that's trying to Insight. bring forth that. Now right. I, I want to see what these groups are going to do when that happens. Yeah, I want to you see what, what the what the police are going to do when these groups start to act ridiculous. So, uh, you know, I exactly. tell everybody, keep your head on the swivel because I voted early and that's just what I wanted to do. My wife and I wanted to vote early and just get it in and get it out. Um, yeah. But what's happening right now, you're seeing a lot of the suppression that's taking place and then you're seeing a lot of intimidation uh, with these militia groups and these whatever boys they want to call themselves. Uh, and it's turning into a show that, like you said, it's a clown show, but it's going to quickly elevate to something else. And in anticipation of that, I've seen that a number of, of businesses from around the United States have started boarding up in anticipation of things just going crazy. So how, where, where are you from, Mike? Where are you at right now? Well, I'm in Florida, so I'm surrounded by Trump supporters. <laughs> right. Okay. You know I'm surrounded by I'm surrounded by Trump supporters, but you know they ain't. I mean, they they. I mean, you know, if these Trump supporters out here, they ain't tripping. You know what I mean? I mean, they. You know, I went out. I went down to the uh, voting office, and when I walked out, outside the voting office was Trump supporters. And I drove out, and they were like, you know, thanks. They told me thanks. Thanks for voting, sir. They didn't even know who I voted for, but they were like, "Thanks for voting, sir." Calling me sir and all that, right? You know, so these people, so these are, you know, um, the media, man. They, they, you know, their first job is to be divisive. You know what I'm saying? So, who knows? You know, you know, who knows what they're doing, man? But I just got to judge what I see. You know what I'm saying? And these Trump supporters around here, they, ain't, they, ain't, you know, they're not, they're not out here pumping their chest out and and all this other stuff, man. It's just whatever, man. But I tell you this too, man. Um, I have a TikTok account for one of my companies, right? And if you have a TikTok account or you go on TikTok, and I was just telling my, uh, I was just telling somebody this too. You go on TikTok. That's where the majority of Trump supporters are lingering at. On TikTok on TikTok, man. They're communicating. They're communicating with black Trump supporters and other other minority Trump support other other racial Trump supporters. They're communicating. Wow. They're breaking down that divisiveness because they know that the media is gonna the media is gonna make this a black and white thing. Right. But it's not it's not quite a black and white thing. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, so so what's going on and which which people need to be worried wary about is TikTok is actually breaking down the divisiveness. So you see, you know how you do those split those split screens, right? On yep. um, you know when you when you when you're um, when you're talking to people and you split screen it, they doing a lot of that type of stuff on TikTok, and you see these like redneck good old boys type people communicating with black folks, and then you see like I saw something on TikTok where there was a gang of people in California, all out there, all Trump supporters, and I'm talking about. They were interviewing blacks and Mexicans together. And I'm talking about these cats. I'm like, they were straight out the hood and they were going for Trump. You know what I mean? So I think uh, with the media, see, when you watch regular, regular media on TV, they got you thinking that Trump has a slim, he has like this, this small, not a small, but he has like this, this type of group of people that supports him. Right. Right. But they're not putting it out there that nah, man, it's more than that. 
it's a lot it's right. more than that, man. It's other races. So they're trying to and minimize these it. Cats are deep. So, yeah, these cats are deep. So Mike and, when, and, and, um, So Mike when uh, you when you say that, uh what about, you know, like those the, I mean, and, and I'm listening, you know, to everything that you're saying mm-hmm. as well. Like, but what do you yeah. think about those different groups that, um, like the group that surrounded the bus, the Biden bus, the Biden the bus day. in Texas. And, you know, there's been several incidents to where, um, you have like a, a, a big Trump gathering with the big flags and right. the big trucks. Big tr- well, that, that fact, happened just that down here on right the, the street. Well, but also there was a, a an event that happened. Well, not just an event. No, I mean there was like something that happened. Meaning, uh, there was a um, there was a, a Trump you a know, some rally, Trump, Trump supporters, right? That had ran a guy off the side of the road. Oh, and they they started fighting. Oh, and then they hogtied the 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 guy that they that it was a black it was a black man that they hogtied in the street. What the f- right here on 1960? Seriously? Yeah. And um, what the and, and what happened was now they eventually I think they eventually arrested the the, the Trump pe- supporter. Wow! Uh, because of the incident. But what I'm saying is that I've noticed that um, even though they may be communicating, you know, like that, but then right. there's some other like that, some, some yeah, real hardcore, in, some real intimidation type things, right. you right. know, to people. Yeah, exactly. So I think that there may be a respectful group. Like you said, in a certain sphere, it, it, and it almost reminds me of this this statement that I heard it said all Trump supporters aren't racist, but however, all, all races support Trump <laughs> exactly. And yeah. and 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 you know, like so. With that being said, it seems that with the intimidation from some of these mm-hmm. groups that feel like, oh, okay, we can just you know, it's almost like up. the yeah, it's the almost like the, the and old, we 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 got carte blanche to do it. Correct, and and mm-hmm. you know, because all the there's no bullets in any of the stores. Right, everything's bought up. All of them are gone. They had a gun yep. show here not too long ago, and all the bullets were gone. Probably yeah. right. Yeah, but they were selling yeah. guns. You know what's funny? I go to a lot of these gun shows. I don't see a lot of us at these gun shows. No, ever. You're right. I've actually went to a gun show in Pasadena, probably about four or five thousand people, and I could count the people that look like us. Yeah. On two hands, maybe eight, nine, ten at the most. And these guys don't have any teeth in their mouth, but they got money for guns. Right. <laughs> and it's crazy. But just like you just mentioned, Mike, you got essays. You got brothers that are in support of Trump. I personally am not a Trump supporter, but you have a lot of people that support him in ways that you wouldn't believe. And like you say, you got the good old boys and then you got, you know, some some people that you never would thought would align themselves with Trump, but they just don't give a damn. And they just say, hey, I like what he does. No way. He don't give a, that. I was about to bring that up. Now, there's been a number of celebrities that have come out in defense of Trump and spoken about his plan, his platinum plan that was introduced to him by Ice Cube. That wasn't his plan. That wasn't Ice Cube's plan. No, see, Ice Cube already Ice Cube came with a plan, right? But 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 the 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 platinum plan was already there. But here's the thing: Why are you waiting to the fourth hour, to the fourth quarter of your of of your presidency to talk about that? You had four years to implement your platinum plan, right? Why wait till okay? If the if the election is tomorrow, you know, in November, yeah. Why drop that in October? Because you're pandering for the vote. You know you need this black vote. 
Exactly, but that's what you I'm saying. You need this Hispanic that. vote. So can you really be duped by that? Like, why wasn't that something that was in the second year of your of your Because term? that wasn't the intent. What What do you think about that, Mike? Ice Cube, Lil Wayne. I can't even think of the number of celebrities that have come out and said. You can say enough with just those two yeah, names right there. Ice Cube, Lil Wayne. But I can't say anything about Lil Wayne because who the hell is listening to Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne didn't even read his contract that Birdman gave him. That's so a lot, you think he ran the platinum plan? No, nah, there's a lot of no. Uh, there's a lot of people that still. He probably didn't read it, but <laughs> he didn't read it. There's a lot of people, not that, even Cliff that Notes, still support. You know, they're little, little you know, they're little Wayneites. That, you know, they, I mean, <laughs> Louisians. Think about it. Okay, think about radio. How many people actually sound like Little Wayne right now on the radio? So he has an influence. Not yeah, saying I'm, if it's a big influence, it right. might not influence me. Might not influence you or even right. Mike. However, he does have an influence on different True. people. I, that's, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. That's out. What do you think about that, Mike? Well, you know, man, um, you know, I was I grew up on Cube, man. Um, you know, and I'm a I'm a Cali kid, so when Cube was popping, I was in California growing up with him. You know what I mean? So I kind of know Cube from the entertainment world and also from the street level. And I can tell you, man, um, Q has always been, he's always had this, um, this like black power type of nature, always. Even when he was, even when he had the curl activator and all that stuff going on with NWA. That's why when he started doing things on his own, you know, he got real pro black with the Muslims. And I mean, Q was out there for real on some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I know that, I, you know, I know that from growing up in Cali, he was out there for real with some stuff. So I can't see Q really acting out of context. I mean, context, right? He's, he, like he says, man, he's, he's doing this for a reason. Now, whether people think it's bad timing or whatever, you know, that's, that's what people think. But, as far as Cube falling into some trap or getting duped or or not knowing what he's doing or or selling out and all that other stuff, I just he's he's been down for too long on this kick for him to sell out now. Right. You know what I mean? So did Ice I Cube sell I gotta, out? I say hell no. But you're right. You know did, what I mean? Did you so did you get a chance to read his? Yeah, I actually, I actually did. I had okay. this discussion with a brother of mine who's over in Malaysia, and uh, he broke it down. I just think it was premature. I'm looking at it like this. You can't take that to Biden. Biden isn't the president. Biden and Harris are not in office yet, so they can't affect change regardless, you even can, if they agree with it. You can take they, it to them. Yeah, it's just but that they can't they, do anything they, about it. Exactly. As of yet. As, if, as if, of yet. Depending on what all happens tomorrow. Right. But as but, of yet, they can't they can't do anything. But I understand the point that he was coming from. Okay, you want our vote. What are we going to get for our vote? And that's the same thing that Killer Mike is always saying. That's mm-hmm. the same thing that a lot uh, – who's the other artist? Uh, I'm pretty sure you can name a number of other artists. That's, you know, what are we going to get? Because for the longest, we've always voted a certain way. And black people are not a monolith. We don't all think the same. We don't all dress the same. We don't do anything all the same. Mike thinks a certain way. Tripp thinks a certain way. Cuts thinks a certain way. And we move accordingly. So that was a good question. What are we going to get? This this stuff, man, 
you know, stuff don't happen overnight. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure, you know, it probably took a little time to, you know, first of all, something has to spark the idea in Cube's head to even want to do this. Uh, you know, he was getting sick of something. You know right. what I mean? You gotta, you know, he was getting sick of something. So he went ahead and got a team of people together to go ahead and write this thing up. You know what I mean? Which, you know, stuff like that takes some time. So the, the point, so you got to take it on his, you got to, from his point of view, you got to take it from the inception part. When did he, when did he get so sick and tired of seeing all this hypocrisy and all this other stuff that he wants to even do this? Right. And if you're going to do this for real and want to be taken serious, you got to get a team together to really put this thing together. All that takes time. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you when and he then, started. Um, uh, he started, okay. he started. When when in this and I just watched a couple of his interviews. I watched the one that he had with um, okay. Roland Martin, and I watched a few other ones that he had. And and he mm-hmm. said that after he watched what happened to George Floyd, he said mm-hmm. that I think it was like the Fourth of July, July second or something like that. He said he got with some people, mm-hmm. and then that's when he finally started writing. You know, that's when they came up with um, his proposal. Okay, and and so that okay. was the he said that pretty much was the uh, was the, the uh, catalyst. Yeah, the mark that was the the, the light that sparked everything. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, so and then if you see how he's going about it too, man, like you know when you when you do like sometimes, man, you just got to be a blunt realist. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's been talking about what are you going to get for the black vote? What are you going to do for the black vote? And Diddy, everybody's been saying, hold your vote, hold your vote. But then we're getting black people at the same time are getting bombarded by having a guilt trip put on them if they don't vote. You know what I mean? So hmm. Cube knows that black people are going to vote because they can't, they're not, they're not, they're not down enough to hold their vote because they're just going to get bullied into voting or they're going to get this guilt trip about the history of, of, of our people voting. And that always gets shoved down our throat to vote, whether the whether the the president on either side is even good. So it's like, hey man, do I want to vote for Lucifer or do I want to vote for Satan? You know what I mean? <laughs> but I got to vote for one of them. But, you know what I mean? So Cube knows this, so and, he's like, yo, if you're gonna vote, what you're gonna do? All right, cool. But I'm gonna take this plan in, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna really push it to whoever's gonna listen. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be like, look, this is what we need for black folk and not just minorities, black folks, not minorities, because we're not, I'm not doing this for Asians. I'm not doing this for Latinos. I'm not doing this for any other group other than black people, because black people are going to vote. You know what I mean? They're going to vote because they don't want that, 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 that card put on them that they didn't vote. Hey, you know Mike, I mean? so they're going to vote. Mike, you yeah. hit something on the head. You said as far as you could either vote for would you say the devil or Satan? Yeah, even though yeah. it's the same thing. Even though it's the same thing, but if you don't, either way it goes. If you don't vote, then you still have, have cast to, you vote. Still, well, you still have to deal with either the devil or Satan anyway. Right. So if you exactly. So if you vote, and I mean, so that's why you still have to align yourself with the person that most aligns with your, you know, with your values, right. or and it can it can all be a game because Biden's been in office for what forty some years. Harris has been in politics for the last what fifteen? No longer than that. Longer than that. Okay, yeah. even more. Right. And then Trump's been in politics for what four years? 
Yeah. So someone will someone's gonna look at that and say, well, they've had all this time that's to, to, to affect change and they didn't do shit. Well, that's how he got in the first time. That's who how who got in. I think that's how Trump got in the first time. Yeah, he's and, not like the rest. He's gonna shake things up and, and the fact that he's gonna drain the swamp. Let's just be honest. There's a lot of people who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton because she's a woman. True. Not because of the Benghazi no, crap. No, not because Just of that. Because it's she's because a woman. she's a woman. They won't admit that. Or they're outside. They may say, oh, man, I would never vote for Trump. I mean, I'm voting for Hillary. And then when they go into the thing, like, let me go ahead and hit yeah. uh, Trump. You right. know, Trump or uh, whatever. It's still it, a uh, guy. Trump 2016. He's a white man. You know, so right. you would take him over, you know, over a woman. So, so you would vote for the white man over the white woman. <laughs> Even white women did that. Yeah, that that just blew my mind. That's what really messed. That's what really eighty yeah, percent of white women that, that voted for Trump yeah. instead of voting for a woman. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Because and, and see, well, here's yeah. here's the thing though. Like, if you say, just give it an example. I'm just using this as an example. If 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 our last president, President Barack Obama, said. Hey, um, I'm going to grab, you know, like all you got to do is if you see somebody attractive and you just walk up and you just grab them by the coochie. Yeah. Now, with President Obama, it's like, oh, my God, he's a pedophile. He's a racist. He I mean, he's a he's a sexist. Exactly. He, he's a, first, he, first thing when that was with if that was to ever come out, first thing you would hear is he did what? He did, <laughs> right. He did what? And, and And then be so bold enough to be like. Yeah, I moved on her like a bitch. And I, yeah, I did it. So what? So what? <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? And that's what they was, and, and that's what was said. Exactly. So, so but with him, they dismissed it as oh, it's just locker room talk. It's just locker room talk. So like, so the what? thing that gets Come me on, is man. the whole hypocrisy of everything. Exactly. So if you say that like just give it an example how we got the new um the new lady that is the new Supreme Court justice. Uh yeah, I can't I can't, remember I can't her think name. her name right now. Right, right on Yeah, hand. I got you. But okay, but remember President Obama's last last, last eight year, months. Well, his last, last eight, eight months, months, right, cuz it started I think we were not be passed a, in, right. Like we cannot we fill that seat. We cannot fill the seat because it's a lame duck president. He's yeah. about to leave, so exactly. we need to wait till after the election and let the people and let the people choose. Exactly. So then the hypocrisy comes Ruth, around. Right. Ruth Gator Bing, uh, Ginsburg passes away. And the it, next day. The next day. They didn't now, even it might have been even day. been It might have even been the same day. But it came out the next it day. It came out the next day. Hey, we already have somebody. <laughs> We're going to try to put this person. I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, I thought it was like, the lame you, duck president thing. Yeah. I didn't even know you can expedite an approval this fast. Exactly. This, Mike, what do you think about that? Um. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is, man. Because <laughs> you can't really. I mean, it's crazy. Now you can't explain it. It's crazy, man. It's it's it, it's crazy, man. And and um and like I said, man, I just I just got off the phone with my daughter, and I said, <laughs> either way this election goes, you know, uh, you need to, you know, you need to be wary. When you're on the street, I say go go to work, come home. Go to the store, come home. Ain't that crazy? We got to think like that. Mm-hmm. Ain't that yeah, crazy? We got to even out. tell our kids that. Yeah, not for the at least for the first until we see this thing simmering, when they or America has has control over the situation, whether whether whoever wins, you know, this is what you got to do. You know what I mean? 
So um, I just got off the phone with my daughter with, with that with that today because I was like, it's the third tomorrow. Um, it's gonna be a trip. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something, man. I'm but t- I just know it's gonna be bigger trouble if Trump don't win. It's gonna be bigger trouble than it would if Biden if um, if uh, if um, if Biden loses. Right. You know what I mean? If, it's going to be bigger trouble if Trump loses. So that's why I say Trump loses definitely. But, you know, I, if, might, I might not even want you going to work. Right. I, you know, we talked about that today at my job. Um, we said mm-hmm. that if 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 Trump loses, because cause one thing that I've noticed that have you have you ever noticed this, too? These are some of the different things that with, with Trump, it seems that there are a lot of people that don't look at him as just the president of the United States. It's no. almost like they see him as Hitler or, or like they see him as a demigod or something. Because think about it. Bruh. Have you ever seen a flag before pre- previously? Have you ever seen a flag for a president or, or somebody you know, running for a president? I got to give him credit for that. This dude is making money off of all of that because he's the one selling the flags. I mean, His companies are selling. At the end of the day, this dude is a salesman. He's a showman. Oh yeah, and he's a con artist, very much so. Because because the people that mostly, and you know what? <laughs> and the funny part about it is this: is that, and I may even be giving him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, but I mean, it, I mean, he has a proven track record as far as like what he said with the um the the Central Park Nine five Central Park Five. I'm right. sorry, what he said, you know, and he put the full plate print, right? Full print um ad, ad in, in the, the paper, paper and things of that nature. But you, but remember also. Back in the day, he used to always try to be cool with all the rappers, and all, the, all the things. Oh yeah, he was in the, everybody's video, and he used Snoop. to always try to be super Did cool he? with them. Yeah, so I think that <laughs> Trump was like, "Hey, yeah, that's my boy." <laughs> Got him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I think that you know, like, what he's doing is he speaks the language to a group of people, and they follow it. Because I noticed that if you go through certain so, neighborhoods, I think sometimes you could be stupid. To the point where you don't even realize you're stupid. But uh, go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and But if you speak stupidity, then those stupid people... It's that, pig, like you, that pig Latin oh, is awesome. He, he's speaking my language. Yeah, exactly. He's speaking my language. So I can, you know, I'll 100%, I'll jump off the edge of the earth for him. So you mean I could punch him in the face and then you're going to bail me out because you have the power and authority to get me out of jail at the drop of a dime? Absolutely. I'm punching him in the face. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go. That's what's, so, that's what's so funny. That's what's so. That's what's so funny about these races, man. Um, with them idolizing Trump. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they gotta me. realize. I, I, you know, it's like people, people of that caliber and that, and within that sort of money or whatever like that, they don't give a damn about your trailer park ass. You know what I'm saying? At all. But you no. don't feel worshiping this dude like he's this and that. And like you said, he used to hang around rappers. Let me tell you something, man. There's a difference between a racist and a bigot. Yes. Yes, you absolutely. Okay? A bigot, they call they call Trump a racist. Trump is a bigot, and he's only bigoted to people that's not on his wealth caliber. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist anyway. Okay? So that's what you're saying. You're not really seeing no no racial type of stuff. You're seeing a narcissist. He's a narcissist to everybody. It doesn't matter what race you are. And he's a big. I agree. He probably thinks he probably thinks a certain amount of people or this and that. He's just a bigot. You know what I mean? 
Now, let me tell you the difference between a racist and a bigot. You know what I mean? A bigot is somebody who don't who who has false act. You know, he has false premise. You know, he has false information about a certain race or a certain caliber of people living living between, you know, maybe a certain financial or or probably racial intelligence or anything like that. You know, some bigotry like that. You know, what right. I mean, not really a racist, but someone that who's just a bigot. You know, he's ignorant, right? Mm-hmm. But see, a racist. A racist will kill off a whole people because of their race. Yep. A racist is somebody who hung us from trees while they held a picnic with their family and watched us die hanging from the rope. A racist is the, is the people that exterminated the Jews in all those millions. You know what I mean? Racist people are the ones who hunted us down in the street and barbecued us. Split our split our split our uh, women's bellies open and, and let the baby spill out and stomp on it. Racist people are evil people. They're right. not bigots. Okay. You, so so the thing about it, if you call Trump a racist, do you really think Trump is going to watch people hang from trees or exterminate a whole race and all this other stuff? No. And he don't sure wouldn't be hanging around rappers. Racists don't want nothing to do. You're right. With anything outside their race, they're not gonna they're not gonna hang with you for photo op. No. They're not gonna hang around no black. Fo- they're not gonna do nothing. They're not gonna they're not gonna hang around even right now. Hang around Little Wayne with the thumbs up and all this. They're not doing none of that. Racist people are evil. They don't want nothing to do with us. They don't want to hang around you. They don't want to do none of that. You know I, what I mean? That's a racist. Yeah, I think you know what you touched on something that I don't think even the media has actually put out there because. No one's called him a bigot. They've all called him racist. But there's a lot of hey, people that you, call you, him a bigot, you, though. I've heard that, too. I, I haven't heard that but see, here's very the thing often. Though, but I see, hear the racist term all the time. Because and that's Mike the, made a valid point. That's the, easy, that's, the that's, easier, e- that's the easier, well-known term. Okay. Think about he's it. He's a narcissist and a bigot. He's see, a narcissist and a bigot. And, and he's that way with everybody. And it's a big word. <laughs> But okay. I mean, by, I mean, this it's right. not your common word. Like it's easy right. to call somebody a ra- oh, you're so ra- or because you know racism, racist. Right. But you don't really think of bigots you, like that. You you know what's funny? What's, this what's co- happening, man. Well, see, this is what's happening. We're we're watering down what a racist is. Yes, you know what mm. I mean. Once we start calling everybody a racist, we're watering down what a true racist is. A racist will wipe out your whole family and don't give a damn because you're this color or this because right. you're gay or because you're this and that. Right. You know what I mean? That's because you're racist. opposite of because you're opposite of whatever they are. Exactly. Racists are evil. Racist is the equivalent of this being evil, period. That's that's a far that's a far cry from being a bigot. So, you, so, so Mike, can I ask you a question? Because you know, just for clarification for, okay. for even for what you were yeah. All right. you, you were saying, Chris. Um uh one thing that you have is, you know, like of course, Trump is in the he's he's in the the upper crust, you know, upper the echelon, echelon. Of, of 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 you know, like he so he has so much money because once you're rich, yeah, certain people. You, well, I have a perfect example of that. I had a mentor in Iowa City. He was grooming me. He was a white gentleman, uh-huh. and he owned half of Iowa City. Okay, he didn't go to college. He went to Vietnam, and what I realized. He respected me more than he respected white people. And he was white. And he looked at white people that were trailer park or trailer trash, what he called what he called them. He had mm-hmm. such a disdain for these people. 
he detested any white person that didn't use everything that was afforded to them to take advantage of the system. And here is this young brother that's trying to make some things happen. And he's encouraging that to happen. Right. And he's like, Chris, you're going to go far. You're going to do whatever you want to do. Once you find that vehicle, you're going to take off and I'll never see you again. He said, but what I can't stand is when people that look like me have the opportunity to do things that you couldn't do and they don't do shit with it. And all of a sudden they want to leech off the system and want me to pay my tax money to make sure that they're okay. And I said, damn, so you, but, you think like, so that let me know that it wasn't racism, but that's not it racism. Was classism. That's classism. Right. And I said, what right. the hell is happening right now? I was about to say that's classism. And, and he was like, he was like, man, so you respect the black person that's trying to get out there and do their thing. But you detest people that look like you because they're just lazy. And yeah, he classic classism leads to bigotry. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cla- I, can, I can see so, that. So let's say this: classism is the cousin to of racism of bigotry. Okay, and, and and it's and it's a cousin to racism too. Gotcha, man. Like bi- bigotry is it may not be full racist, but you're it's you're you're related. So that's that's I think, like I think ra- I think racism is a is a I think racism should be uh, contributed with uh, violence because when you're racist, you're violent. You're, you're I, willing to kill. You're willing to take somebody out because they're not like you. Right. That's racist. Mm. That's a racist. So, so, point. so Mike, That's I'm asking bigotry. Big, when you're a bigot, you're not. You, when you're a bigot, you just you're just opinionated. So that you're means you're biased. You, you have implicit so, bias, right? Yeah, you're biased. You're opinionated. Yeah, but you're not willing to take nobody out. A racist. Go. A racist person. That's what I'm saying about watering down the term racist. Right. I mean racist. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying if you if you think about the olden days of what racism really is, it's all murder. They murdered people. You know what I mean? That's racism. They weren't just bigotry. They didn't have a, a different of opinion or classism or anything like that. They were like, he's not, he's not my color. Let's just go kill him. I don't like him. that. I, we kill him. We barbecue him. We hang him. We kill their women. We kill their children. We wipe them out. That's a complete complete so extermination. We can't water down the word. Right. We can't we can't confuse the two of waste racism and bigotry, and we can't water down the word racism. But the media is watering it down because they think if you don't agree with somebody, you're a racist, or if you don't like this this thing or that thing, right. you're just a racist. No nah, man, you're a racist if you're willing to kill because nobody is like you. Other than that, you're just a bigot. I, so, I get it. So Mike, I was so in that in that same term, just based on what you were saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. like if you have someone that live, okay, just giving an example, um, like all the Karens that are out here right now, um, yeah. or you know, like the people that you see that they may be in a white, I mean, you know, in a, and it may be a predominantly white neighborhood, but they live there as well. And they're at the pool, mm-hmm. but they're saying, Hey, where's your card at? Where's or, your ID? Where's your ID? Prove or, to or us. Prove to us. Prove to uh, me. Oh, like the couple, prove to me. Oh, like the other day when the, when the couple walked into the dude's house. And we just wanted to make sure you lived here. I'm, I'm wait, sure you wait a saw minute. That. Some a, a white couple walked into a black person's house. Yeah, he was. Oh, sitting, I didn't was, see that. He was sitting on the couch, and they walked in. And oh yeah, we just want to make sure you live here. Oh man, do you know how many people would have got shot? Yeah. I get it. Oh my god, so, I didn't see that. You see, you should have sent me a link to that. Okay, I'll, I'll, we, we, we would have had to I'll, talk about that. Immediately. Yeah, I'll send that out. You can. Yeah, oh you my can, you god. See that. So, so 
And, and no, but it's, it's plenty of examples. Yeah, you got plenty yeah. of examples like that. So in those situations, so you really wouldn't call. So so just based on what my man Mike, Mike is saying, right? You're saying that that's not necessarily racist. That's big. Then bigotry. what would you? I'm just curious of what he would define that as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would define that as bigotry. You know why? Because I remember. Check this out. I'm gonna tell you what racism is. I went to um, when I was a when I was a kid. I was visiting my grandma from Boston in Boston, right? Well, now, I, wait a minute. I'm from Boston. Boston is a very racist city. It really is. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah, one of the most racist trying cities. To get to it. So, trying to get to it. So I, I grew up, I, you know, I'm from Boston. I grew up in my younger years in Boston, right? So I had a best friend. He's Italian. He lived in South Boston. Yeah, now, that's the hood. South Boston. That's the hood for white people. It yeah, is. You know what I mean? So. So I, t- I told my grandma when I was Southie. visiting, because I was living in California at the time, and I was visiting when I was young, or either, either Atlanta or whatever. I was just visiting. I said, yeah, I'm going to go visit Joey, my boy Joey. He said, well, where, where does he live? Uh, oh, he lives in South Boston. My grandma said, oh, you should be very careful going to South Boston, blah, 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 blah. I said, nah, that's what's that, whatever. So I went out, make a long story short, I went to South Boston, got off the bus. First thing I've seen, when I went up under a bridge and had to walk, go up under this bridge and walk up the hill to go to my uh, my friend's house, I saw all this racist writing on the wall. No niggas, niggas stay out. All this stuff, right? But I'm a little, I'm little, so I'm kind of like whatever, what, man. And what you know, year was I just this? Kept on walking. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm ignorant with it, right? So I kept on walking. And what I, year? I got to my. What Mike, year? What year was, like, was this? Mike? Yeah, what year was that? I want to say, man, probably late '80s. Early nineties, I went. I did this. Okay. So I went up to my friend's house. Not a problem. Went there visit. Oh, it's time for me to come home. I got to take the bus, go back to downtown Boston. Walked out. I walked. I walked. I, I was walking down the street. I went up under that same bridge, and something told me to look back. And when I looked back, right at the top of the hill were these white boys, and they had. I remember they had. Um, one of them had a one of them had a big old lock chain, and one of them had a baseball bat, and they were on top of the hill, and they were looking at me, and they were making sure I was leaving, mm. and I was, and you know, so I went down, and I looked back, and I was like, oh damn, you know what I mean? And this is as I'm walking under the bridge, seeing all this, all, all this no niggas stay out and all this other stuff. So I jumped on the bus, went back to Boston, right? So, are those bigots? No. Those are racist. Why? Because they're willing to exert violence on me because of my skin, right. because of who I was. If they would have caught me on that hill, they would have shown enough beat my ass with those bats and chains because I'm black. It don't have nothing to be like no no bigotry, not none of that. That's that's what a racist do. Those, those are racist. Mm-hmm. They're willing to they're willing to act violence on you because of who you are and not just judge you. Because who you are, when right. you judge somebody on who you are, you're a bigot. But when you wanna when you wanna beat me with a chain or a bat mm. because of my color of my skin, you're an evil racist. Okay. Now I got and a question that's why for I you, say Mike. About watering down that term, man. Right. That term is very violent. Wow. Racist is very violent. It's a violent term because they're willing to take you out because of who you are. That that leads me to a question for you, Mike. Well, let, let me yeah. read the. I'm gonna uh, read the direction. I mean, the okay. uh, definition of bigot. All right. It says a person who is abstainingly 
or unreasonably attached to a belief, opinion, or faction, especially one who is prejudiced against or ag- antagonistic toward a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular group. Okay. Now, in that definition, I got a question. That question is, are white or black people bigots? Or are we racist? Can we be racist? Because there are biases. That's a there's good question. In, <laughs> there are biases that a lot of us have. And I think I have certain biases. I don't like, you know, it's like what I feel comfortable with and who I feel comfortable around. So am I a bigot? Because We're all probably a bigot to a degree. You think so? You know what I mean? Probably. I think I, 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 yeah, I, I would tend to think that I'm biased. I'm going to say prejudice. Pre- okay. You're prejudiced to a certain degree. I wrote a paper about so that it, in college. So is prejudice the same as being biased to a certain degree? Well, let me, let, let, let's, let's elaborate because, on that. Because this is, this, because this question this is, is going to open up in a way that comes directly, directly back to black people. Yeah. And that relates to colorism. Well, I wrote a paper about that in go ahead, college. Go ahead, go ahead. And, and, I, and, and the, at the time, what I said was, I said, racism is everywhere, even in me. And that was the name of the that was the name of the paper. Okay, I think I got a B plus on the paper. You got a B for that? Yeah, I got a B plus. Probably because you were black. Probably. <laughs> but, 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 but what they were saying, right, bigots. So um, what they were saying is that um, I was just saying is this because this is something that we do, and I'm sure they do as well. Like, just giving an example, when we're watching the Olympics, we all root for America because we want America to win. Am I correct? Yeah, but usually the athletes are black. <laughs> but I'm just but go saying, ahead, go ahead. even if it's swimming, if you turn on and it, it's swimming and you're like, It's oh, a black man. person in the swimming meet. Well, you, you, that, but that's what you're looking for first. <laughs> right. So, but Oh, they you, got a sister. But, right, they oh, got she's sister. good. And she's from Houston. Oh, snap. So I got a root for her. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, or, or any, it could be anything. If you happen to turn on the Olympics, if it's jousting. It, well, of course, they got a brother in there. That's the first thing you yeah, exactly. for is a brother, right? But but if let's just say if there isn't a brother in it, the, what you're going to do is okay, America, America yeah. versus you know it's everybody US else versus everybody else, right? However, if you're watching something like The Family Feud, and there's a black family, <laughs> and there's a white family, Bruh. almost a hundred percent of the time, black people are like, oh, I'm going to root for the Johnson family. Oh, hell you know, if that's the Johnson right. family, because you know, because yeah. they're the black family. I yeah. don't know who they are. I just want them to win. I want the black family exactly. To win. Now the other now you, now sometimes we we even group with people because of where they are from, right? And they, that means they could be you know they could be of a of another. If they're from Texas, you gonna root for them. You gonna root for people from Texas, or you may even gravitate to people from Texas right. because you kind of have something well, in common. It's kind of like college, correct? Because you have all these okay. different people. From different places, but then once you start realizing that, oh, okay, well, you only, you, you know, what else you're describing? What's that? Prison. Well, well, prison is the most racist thing. Or yeah, well, well yeah, hey, it's, the most it, racist. It's racist bigoted, to a degree. It's the most racist, bigoted, oh, no. prejudiced place that you can ever. But go. it's cr- it's created prison to be racist. that way. You say but prison it, is it, yeah, prison is racist. But it's created to be that way, Mike. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And and I worked in the prison. So I know exactly how they keep. You got a thousand inmates, you got two hundred employees, 
How do you control a thousand inmates when they can take the prison over at any given time? You create division. So you keep the whites, keep the blacks, you keep the cholos, you keep the Asians or the uh, Polynesians over here. You keep them divided Mm -hmm. and keep them at war with one another. Because I can handle 250 inmates if it's 200 employees, but I can't handle a thousand inmates with 200 employees. So you get the person who's the gatekeeper or the one with the keys to that car for that group and you take them out. That destabilizes that faction. Mm Kind of like society. You keep us divided and fighting one another. Just like Mike, you from LA. Mm -hmm. You from Cali. They used to create so much, so, so much division between blacks and and Mexicans. If the blacks get along with the Mexicans, we could all have peace on the sets again. Remember Park was saying that? He said that. Now think about that. Why are two people of brown descent to oppressed people oppressed people who have no leverage no power mm-hmm. yep. warring with one another 90s, wipe, w- wiping each other off the map right mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, the person <laughs> right so you see that happening right now it's not a reality show Mm-mm. it's political theater you got yep. this faction over here the proud boys well now it's a black fashion faction that uh they call themselves NFA, not fucking around. NFA-T. Yeah, NFA. <laughs> NFA-T. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they call them, and uh, they call themselves. And so they went down to Georgia, deep, right? Guns. It's like the movie Panther. Yo, son, is that gun loaded? Well, it wasn't, but now it is. Now, right? You know what I'm saying? According to the laws of Oakland and state of California. A rifle can be carried and free, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, well, now it's chambered. So, yeah, it is loaded now. So it comes back to what Mike was saying. There's some crazy things that are going to start happening. And that was the reason. That's the main reason behind this uh this podcast episode, Mike, because I what we needed to do just documentation to have a pre election podcast for the weekly rip and a post election podcast for the weekly rip. Because what's about to happen is going to be historic. Either way it goes. Either way it goes. Way it goes. If Biden and Harris wins, it's going to be, whoa, okay. And I, I, I am a believer that Biden might pass away while in office and Kamala Harris becomes the first female president that happens to be black. And I think, I think that can literally happen. And I think some people may not vote for them because, because of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting. Um, I just say, you know, either either how it goes, be on guard. If you especially if you're in them cities, um, it's gonna be something, man. man. We're 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 looking at some crazy times right now. Like I said, I've I've never been through nothing like this, man. This is a cycle right now, man. And, um, you know, it's crazy. And. Um, Hypocrisy is unreal. Um, you know that's why uh, I have no I have no size in this thing, man. I really don't. Um, the the hypocrisy among people is just crazy nuts. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's gonna be hard to clean up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, and then all these agendas and 
and, and things going on and you know and, and it's just funny how all this circles around black folk man you know what i mean it's just we make up we make up probably less than 15 percent of this country and it seems like everything is around us whether it be this election whether it be you know them aligning us with gay people and their struggle and all this other stuff hmm. whether that whatever the, whatever the case may be it all had all comes down to black folks Ain't that you know what I mean? And it, and it all comes down to it all comes down to thinking that everybody's on the black man's side. Everything is on the black folks' side, and you know, and we need to stop black folks from getting killed and blah 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 blah. But you know, but the, at the end of the day, even with these uh these uh in in a in whatever, not fucking around, whatever boys, you know what I mean? Like you ain't gonna go to the hood and try to. And try to tell them to put down their guns. Why mm. not? Black Lives Matter ain't gonna go down to the hood and be like, "Stop, stop with all this killing." Y'all had, y'all had thirty shootings in the last two weeks. Y'all need to knock it off. Why not? Because mm. that's what, to me, if you really want to save black people, that's where it starts. It starts. You know what I mean? It starts with. It starts I, right there. I think. I think it starts at home. Number one, you. If, if, you know, I mean, I know this is a whole total total pivot again from our, but. And I think we could probably yeah. save part of that for for the um, oh, yeah. for the next one. Yeah. Exactly. But one thing that we have to do is, yeah. um, you know, like I I I'm a strong believer that that we have to hold each other accountable for the things that we do and the things that we don't do. As far as holding each other, what I mean by black people, accountable for the things that we do and the things that we don't do. I could dig that. No, you're right. Exactly. You're right. You're exactly. And, what, what I'm saying. Well, also what I'm saying is, you know. Um, and like you said, we can talk about this in another podcast, but let's, you know, um, you know, we need, and we need to, like you said, we need to change ourselves. We need to, it's, you know, it starts in the home, of course, but there's a lot of animosity, a lot of hurt and a lot of anger amongst our people. Cause our people are in a civil war, man, period. You know what I mean? We're in a civil war in LA, been in a civil war, they're in a civil war in Chicago. You know what I mean? Right. Black people are in civil war at the end of the day. We're like, this is black people. We're like one big Hatfield and McCoys of this families getting off on each other for generations and generations, and nobody, none of our, nobody stopped it back in the day. So Got out of hand, and now 30, 40 years later, everybody just, wants it to stop. But yeah, it's like, but it's total stop. dysfunction. Total dysfunction. Yeah, you, yeah, you and it's PTSD. My you killed my brother. Right. You yeah, my and uncle. it never you stops. Right. It's not going to, it's, yeah. So everybody, so that's going to be a big thing that has to stop with us. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is when you got like these not fucking around guys or whatever, walking around with these guns and, and talking off tough and bad, well, you, what your job is, what your job should be is to go to from hood to hood, go in, marching, clean all that up stuff, that. and clean up and telling people to lay down. They, you know why they're not going to do that? Because hmm. it's easy to walk around with guns in front of media or do all this other stuff. Same with Black Lives Matter or whoever else group. It's easy to do that stuff. But see, when you go to the hood, you're gonna get you're gonna get caught. You're gonna get you're gonna get um, you're gonna get opposed to. Hmm. And the hood is hard to oppose. You're not gonna just tell those boys to lay down nothing. Not without a fight. Right. You're right. 
They don't. Okay. They don't want none of that. You know what I mean? So I really believe that these people know that. You know what I mean? But the thing about it, it has to be done. Somebody got to go in. Either I don't care whether you're dealing with the dealing with some of these organizations, laying down some laws or something, but you got to go from hood to hood and clean up that violence that we have going against each other first. Mm-hmm. And I really truly believe if you clean up the violence in the hood, you're going to have less violent clashes with law enforcement, with anything going down. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you got to clean that up first. I agree. And, and, but, but in cleaning that up, you best believe if you don't do it right, you're going to get opposed. Hmm. I agree. And on that note, Mike, we greatly appreciate you tuning in with us and yeah, th- uh thanks for joining us. Shooting brother. it with us. Yes, sir. Over here on the weekly rip with your man Cuts. And your man D Trip. For my boy Mike Wright and the whole fam. We greatly appreciate y'all for checking in. You gonna see us in about uh three or four days. Yeah, we gotta we gotta see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. So if see. you if you yeah, are registered man, to vote, safe, if you are registered to vote, you too, bro. Go ahead and vote. And like you said, be yeah. safe. Keep your head on the swivel. Be safe. All right. Peace. Keep your head on the swivel. We out to next time. Thank y'all for tuning in. Sure. More cuts. D trip. We out.